Do you ever want to sit down and relax sometimes, scrolling on your mobile device and being entertained and occasionally seeing advertisements for things you really don't need but kind of want anyway? Well, guess what? There's an app for that. There's actually several apps for that. And in this episode on social media, Megan and I are going to teach you all about why having a social media presence and strategy is important to your business. We know a lot of you out there either love it or don't love social media, but it is going to be effective for your business. So we're going to talk to you about it right here in this podcast. Let's get started. Hello, and welcome to What Makes You Click, a podcast about successful marketing approaches and tips. Every episode provides our listeners with innovative marketing trends, ideas, and strategies that drive increased revenue opportunities. Our guest experts, influencers, and business owners share their unique perspective on what makes customers click. Sit back and tune in for money-making advice from our experienced and hilarious marketing experts. I've asked Megan to join us today because she is our social media expert here at Pro Marketing. And what we're going to be doing is really discussing not only is social media important to your business, but a lot of statistics that we find um, exist out there on the internet. So Megan, in your personal and professional experience, why is social media important for businesses? I think social media is important because it really kind of expands um, the perception of your brand um, and how many people it can reach. And uh, there are so many um, methods in place for you to kind of utilize social media, whether it's like you're using photos or videos or hashtags. Every platform kind of offers you an opportunity to kind of reach out to people who may be interested and then even get invested in your brand. Absolutely. And you know what? What we often often find is that people just have social media, but they really don't understand why. Like, mm-hmm. why do I need it for my business? So what we're going to do is we're going to talk to you a little bit about some of the social media and how it's evolved over the years. I mean, we've seen from the era of MySpace <laughs> to Facebook to LinkedIn, where now we you know see platforms like Instagram popping up. And even TikTok. I mean, there's so yeah. many of them out there. It's really confusing mm-hmm. for businesses to even understand which one should I even be utilizing for my business. So let's talk a little bit about just social media over the years. So there's an average um, of 52% of social media marketers believe that social media does positively influence their company's revenue and sales. And that's something that we do every day. That's how we help businesses because they may just lack the non the, the knowledge to be successful at this. Um, where the five most valuable social media platforms, do you, can you guess, Megan, what's the top one? Facebook. Facebook. <laughs> Facebook at 89% of people use Facebook. What do you think number two is? Um, Instagram. Instagram is close, but ironically... No, oh. it's LinkedIn. Oh, wow. Yeah, I know. And LinkedIn's used for business professionals. At 83% of people have LinkedIn profiles. Instagram is still on this top five list, but it's not number two. So number three is YouTube at 81% of people. Twitter, mm-hmm. fourth, at 80%. 
And then Instagram, ironically, 56%. Interesting. Yeah, and you would think that would be much higher. But what's happened over the years, you find, is that Facebook now owns Instagram. Mm, That is true. So we see this so often that people are connecting their social media profiles together. And when you post something on Instagram, it feeds right over to Facebook. That is true. And a tip that most people actually don't realize is YouTube is owned by Google. So when we talk about in our next you know series to come on uh, search engine optimization, that put, putting videos out on YouTube is very impactful because it does help to grow your search engine optimization. Oh, absolutely. And the fact that you can take a YouTube video and embed it on your website or in your emails is huge. It's absolutely huge. So, I mean, there's so many statistics out there, but from a business-to-business perspective, social media becomes one of the most organically grown strategies to help businesses get their content out there. Now, Megan, tell me a little bit about some of the content that you often share or you find that you're educating customers to share on social media. What I find with customers is it's like they may come to me and they're like, I don't understand how to use any of this. And I think where that comes from is the fact that social media is just there's so much kind of clutter on it, it can be difficult to use it for business because you go on and not only are you seeing ads from companies already on there, but you're seeing celebrity gossip, you're seeing news, you're seeing posts from, it's like people you already know, there's so much, so you kind of have to get tunnel vision in a way to kind of block out all of the unnecessary stuff and just focus on your content. So tell me a little bit about the different social media profiles that um, primarily exist on Instagram, exist on LinkedIn, on Facebook. Mm -hmm. Share with the audience what those are. So I think the majority of the profiles that you'll see on Instagram or Facebook are people's personal profiles where they just want to share like, you know, kind of what's going on in their lives or they may share like content that they find interesting that they want to share with people. And then you're going to have um, business profiles which uh, directly advertise um, their brand, their products, their services, and will often link to their website and may even be optimized with a shop feature. And then what you'll kind of have also, and this is I think um, particularly for um, YouTube and Instagram, this is kind of something new that's come about in the last like, you know, seven to eight years is the idea of the influencer, which is kind of a hybrid between a business and a um, personal account because the person is kind of selling their persona in a way. Like they're selling, it's like not only their imagination, but also it's like whatever uh, their specialty is. You see this a lot with people who review makeup and skincare. It's like they know a lot about it and they get companies to kind of invest in um, their following and what they can provide in terms of exposure. Mm-hmm. And also what I find is, you know, those professionals that are really trying to build their personal brands out there mm-hmm. are utilizing them, these profiles as influencers in some ways. I mean, even mm-hmm. YouTube, we often find that people are doing how-to videos, how to, you know, change a light bulb. I mm-hmm. mean, I know we all pretty much know that, but I mean, there's so many different how-to videos out there. And oh, it's yeah. just ways of educating people. And that's what a lot of these social media channels are trying to do is become subject matter experts uh, Mm -hmm. in that field and you know really just try to bring people right back to them because when people show credibility 
then you know that you might want to do business with them versus someone who maybe knows what they're doing and, and isn't really posting about it. Yeah. So when we talk to a lot of businesses, I mean, we talk to so many of them about social media strategy. Mm-hmm. How do um, how does social media really fit into the strategy of an influencer um, or the strategy of a business? Mm-hmm. Well, definitely you can use it to um, bring awareness to your brand. Um, in utilizing the right techniques, you can get a lot of eyes on your products and on your services very quickly. Um, and definitely it's like, you, we say this a lot for our um, businesses, is it's like try to take uh, photos of like, you know, your company, it's like, you know, your employees, your workspace, your products, because that is going to make you seem very real and relatable. Um, yeah, and it's also a good way of uh, communicating with customers. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. customers that follow you on social media are interested in what you have to say. Mm-hmm. But it's also finding that mix between being too salesy, but -hmm. giving enough out there about why people should do business with you, but also tips and tricks. So, and that's where a lot of the strategy comes into what we do every day here at Pearl is that we educate you and come up with a a theme or a rhythm to how you're posting. And it might say one post that talks about your services and why people should work with you. And Mm -hmm. then maybe there's a contest that you want to do just yeah. to get people commenting or liking mm-hmm. the social media. Um, what are other things that we, we like to do for fun? <laughs> video. Yeah, video polls. Um, I mm. occasionally um, try to throw in like a joke or emojis on some of my posts just because I think it brings a little bit of color. And um, even for the experts, I think we're always kind of, it's like, you know, Lear, um, learning new um, innovative ideas for social media because sometimes we can kind of get pulled into just a standard all right and it's like you know put up information put up the hashtags that you think are going to bring attention and design a really like you know aesthetically pleasing post and those are good it's like they're kind of like the bread and butter of what we do but it's also good to like you know occasionally think outside the box to just keep the content fresh on your social media platform. Yeah, and, and not only is it uh, good to keep the content fresh, it's what your customers want to see. But as a business owner, it's a way for them to even get to know their customers and what they like and dislike. Mm-hmm. And and it's all these days we talk about personalization. We want personalized content and content that is something that fits into what I'm interested in. I don't want content pushed to me that it has no value. And mm-hmm. it, and that's what you know you can do is try to learn a little bit more about your customers. Um, you know, it, social media is free. It, it creates the potential for you know a collaboration between even yourself and another business. If you guys are in a, oh, yeah. an industry mm-hmm. that has like products or services that you offer, you can team up and collaborate. Uh, A lot of times, even social media, we do uh, events. Mm -hmm. You know, we're trying to kick off events. We recently ran a a live uh, gala for someone who, you know, couldn't get together because of unforeseen times that we've been in. But we were able to to live stream a gala through social media. Mm -hmm. So the potential is out there. But more importantly, what you're always looking for, and Megan will attest to this, is that when you're creating social media content, there should be a couple different components. There should be, number one, image, video. Mm -hmm. Number two, some sort of catchy description. 
Mm-hmm. Substitute text. I would yeah, say. yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Number three, call to action. What do you want me to do as mm-hmm. a consumer or someone who's interested? When you visit your website, do you want me to like your page? Do you want me to follow you for more tips? Or call, maybe. Yeah, or call. Mm-hmm. And then number four, hashtags. Mm-hmm. So we'll talk about hashtags a little bit more in later episodes, but those are those, you know, keywords that really help people who are searching on social media because they are to find mm-hmm. content. Speaking of hashtags, there's a, a few tips and tricks um, for you to utilize in um, putting them into your posts to kind of give you a boost with um, some of your content for Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, and Facebook, as I believe those are, and YouTube to some extent, but those are the major platforms that you'll see hashtags integrated on. Yeah, so the hashtags really are those posts where you see that tic-tac-toe, pound signed, mm-hmm. uh, people refer to it as something different all the time, and then they're one word or one squished together phrase without any spaces. And as soon as you start putting spaces in between it, like if you did, let's say, marketing company, you'd have to make that all one word. You Mm -hmm. can't do marketing space company. And hashtags work as a way for people who are interested in certain topics to start seeing content of yours posting um, and pulling up. And, And that's key because what you're trying to do with social media is reach a larger audience and do so organically. And in other episodes, we'll talk about how you can do that from a paid standpoint Um, with ads but you know a lot of times you're just really trying to grow it organically and um, you know get the word out there yeah so um, hashtags will trigger a social media algorithm in that um, the app itself um, whichever one it happens to be will register the hashtag and then kind of put it into an assembly of other posts that are tagged with that particular word or phrase. Mm -hmm. Um, It can be a little uh, frustrating to try to figure out the process of what will make kind of the post get the attention that you want it to get. Because unfortunately on a lot of these platforms is you're going to see a lot of spam accounts or spam bots. So if you tag something, marketing tips for example, and then post it, you might get some... um, obnoxious like fake account called marketing matters xo and that'll say oh promote it on this other page and i'm like I, that's this is not an interaction mm-hmm. that i want yeah I want we get to... that a lot all the time especially yeah. with managing so many business profiles as we do we, we see a lot of spam come through um in mm-hmm. that way but it's interesting it's something you just mentioned about you know looking at content online and then all of a sudden you start seeing more content and that's what those hashtags are doing so oh, yeah. if i'm mm-hmm. looking you know, in the market for a new car, and mm-hmm. I'm just searching for different cars, all of a sudden, I'm going to start seeing content related to other car dealers, or just cars in general, uh, mm-hmm. in, the, in my geographical vicinity. Uh, so it's interesting that the hashtags can really be utilized in that capacity to organically grow. And when we say organically, it's, you know, you're doing it for free, you're, you're, mm-hmm. you're gaining an audience. Um, but oftentimes, what's interesting just about social media is that we just never really see that call to action. That tends to be one of the biggest things that's missed outside of hashtags. People don't really think about hashtags much, but the call to action. Mm-hmm. You have to be always telling myself or Megan or anyone out there, like, what do you want us to do? Oh, yeah. What mm-hmm. should we be doing after we see your content? And, and that's, you know, scheduling demos watching webinars, uh, Mm -hmm. giving you a call, sending you a message or an email. 
uh, visiting website, all of those are great call to actions, but they're often the, the biggest component we see missed in marketing. Mm-hmm. And especially with Instagram, because unlike the other platforms, you can't put a hyperlink in an Instagram caption and expect people to be able to click it. It just, for whatever reason, will not. So you have to be very uh, savvy with how you utilize your Instagram features. So for example, um, in your profile, you do get one website link. So you can either link it to your main um, website or you can link it to your YouTube channel, or perhaps you have all of your links consolidated in a link tree, which is something that we just recently created and I think it's helped a lot because it's all of our most important material, our podcast, our blog, all of our social media platforms, all in one place, easy enough for people to find. And then also, which is a, few, um, a new feature which has been really helpful, is that um, Instagram now in the story will let you add a link that you can click. So that is a way that you can kind of like, you know, supplement your post by putting it up on your story with a link to your website or whatever else called the actual beat because that now that makes sure that even if people might have missed your post and they're scrolling if they're checking the stories of their friends and if you're if they're following you they'll probably see you pop up because um stories tend to kind of all flow into each other yeah absolutely and i think you know as we're as we jump into further episodes here we're going to really talk about some of the in-depth uh, tools that you can do like those links and stories and what are stories and mm-hmm. what are posts and what are reels and how do you do all of these things um, yeah. that exist on social media and what's the proper way to make sure that you've got titles and descriptions and all of your mm-hmm. content that you're uploading so in in further episodes we'll definitely jump into that and I guess it's you just have to keep listening on to learn a little bit more yeah. about all of this yeah we might be jumping around a little bit <laughs> Now, and you know what? I think it's about time we wrap up this podcast because you know what? In this office, one thing that we literally like, and you heard it in our intro, is popcorn. And I think there's a bag of popcorn (laughs) calling our name. I already smelled it once, so someone's already diving in. So I think, Megan, we're going to go find that popcorn and uh, have some ourselves. And again, remember, listen to our podcast. We, We have episodes every week that come out. Just something to teach you all mm-hmm. to, to about business and, and the things that we've learned over the years. And, and I can tell you right now that it's not always cupcakes and rainbows, as I like to say to my nope. children at times. But you know what? It's, it's important to your business, and that's where we can help a lot of times these these businesses we help you to develop strategies because we've been doing it for so long we understand what works and what doesn't work but outside of that we're constantly learning and reading and analyzing what changes are taking place in you know facebook becoming meta and all of these different you know changes that um, happen in the world so keep on listening and, you know, Megan, I really appreciate that you're providing a lot of the wisdom that you do, not only for our clients, but here at Pearl. And, you know, keep listening on because we've got more fun to have. You have reached the end of another episode of What Makes You Click. Check us out at pearlmarketing.com forward slash what makes you click. Don't forget to sign up for our newsletter to receive our free resources and materials. See you in the next episode.